0: Today is Friday, October 1st. Here's your local news from the Kansas City Star. Today will be cloudy and humid with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm. The high will be 77 degrees. Here's today's top story. Verified. The Missouri Supreme Court has granted a request from the state attorney general's office to disqualify all judges in Jackson County from hearing local prosecutors argue that Kevin Strickland is innocent. The state's highest court prohibited Judge Kevin Harrell in Jackson County from hearing the case and instead appointed Judge James Welsh, who has served on the Western District of the Missouri Court of Appeals, to preside over it. The Attorney General's office had appealed Harrell's decision to not recuse himself and other Jackson County judges. The office, under Attorney General Eric Schmidt, contended there was an appearance of bias in the 16th Circuit Court because its presiding judge, Dale Youngs, has said he, quote, concurs on behalf of the court that Strickland, 62, should be exonerated. The state Supreme Court said while Harrell's actions did not show he displayed disqualifying bias, it found it necessary to prohibit him and other circuit court judges from presiding over the case to, quote, avoid even the appearance of partiality or impropriety. The Jackson County Prosecutor's Office declined to comment on the decision. Strickland's attorneys said they were disappointed in the decision, but remained confident that any judge who hears the evidence will find Strickland is an innocent man and, And this decades-long injustice. We hope this is the last delay the Attorney General is permitted to exercise, Strickland's lawyers said in a statement. In Kansas News, Shawnee Tribe Chief Ben Barnes is calling on federal and local leaders to investigate the history of Shawnee Indian Mission in Johnson County, and uncover any children who might have been buried there. On Thursday, Barnes stood on the grounds of the former boarding school in Fairway, established by the Reverend Thomas Johnson, for whom Johnson County is named. The mission, Now, a state historic site housed students from several tribes, forcing them to perform manual labor, with the intent of assimilating them into white American culture and Christianity, or as Barnes said, to quote unquote civilize indigenous children. The practice has long been condemned as cultural genocide. Across North America, many students never returned from the boarding schools, and their families have since suffered generational trauma. Barnes said, quote, for far too long, the truth about Indian boarding schools has been absent from national conversations. Others may have forgotten, but America's tribal nations have not. Survivor stories have been handed down from generation to generation, and the stories of those who did not survive are coming to light. In Canada earlier this year, the remains of more than 1,300 First Nations students were discovered at residential school sites, igniting a broader effort to lift the veil off of the abuse and dangers at the schools, and provide answers to Indigenous families. This past spring, Secretary of the Interior Deb Holland announced a federal Indian boarding school initiative, a, quote, comprehensive review of the troubled legacy of federal boarding school policies. The goal is to identify school sites where there may have been student burials, as well as the identities and tribal affiliations of the children. It has so far been unclear whether Shawnee Indian Mission would be included in the initiative. But at the press conference Thursday, Barnes, the Shawnee chief, called on the federal government to comprehensively examine every residential school, including those run by the federal government and those brokered by federal agents, like Shawnee Indian Mission. In education news, another Kansas City area teacher used the N-word in front of students, prompting an investigation. On Wednesday, Raytown Superintendent of Schools Alan Markley said in a letter to parents and guardians that the district was aware of a Raytown High School teacher using the N-word during a discussion with students in class on Wednesday. He said that the teacher's actions will be addressed by the school board policy. However, Markley declined to give details in the letter about any disciplinary actions being taken towards the teacher. Quote, regardless of the teacher's intent, we understand the offensive and inappropriate nature of this word, Markley wrote. The incident is under investigation by the school district. Markley said in the letter, quote, we understand our responsibility to foster a safe environment and positive school culture. Additionally, our district is governed by a board of education that does not condone and will not accept offensive and inappropriate behavior from staff, students, volunteers and visitors. Markley said students who need to talk to someone about the incident can reach out to school staff. And finally, in crime news, a piece from a Native American art exhibit stolen from the University of Kansas this week has been recovered and returned to the Spencer Museum of Art Undamaged, according to police. The stolen artwork was from the Native Host's installation, the university's common work of art for the year that has been on display since summer. Earlier this month other pieces from the same installation were vandalized, leading many on campus to suspect that the artwork was targeted. KU Public Safety Deputy Chief James Druin told The Star in an email Thursday afternoon that police had spoken with persons of interest in the case and that the findings of the investigation would be sent to the district attorney's office for consideration of criminal charges. He said the theft is not related to the vandalism of the other artworks. The exhibit, Situated outdoors near the Spencer Museum, consists of five panels that identify Indigenous tribes who currently or historically inhabited the land that's now Kansas. Four of the five panels were bent and knocked loose on September fourth and were taken down to prevent further damage, the museum said. The fifth panel remained on display until it was stolen this week, according to university officials. You're listening to stories from the Kansas City Star. Find us at kansascity.com to read more about these stories and others.